on this fifth Tuesday of Lent. Let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus said to them again, I am going away, and you will look for me, but you will die in your sin. Where I am going, you cannot come. So the Jews said, He is not going to kill himself, is he? Because he said, Where I am going, you cannot come? He said to them, You belong to what is below, I belong to what is above. You belong to this world, but I do not belong to this world. That is why I told you that you will die in your sins. For if you do not believe that I am, you will die in your sins. So they said to him, Who are you? Jesus said to them, What I told you from the beginning, I have much to say about you in condemnation. But the one who sent me is true, and what I heard from him I tell the world. They did not realize that he was speaking to them of the Father. So Jesus said to them, When you lift up the Son of Man, then you will realize that I am, and that I do nothing on my own, but I say only what the Father taught me. The one who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone, because I always do what is pleasing to him. Because he spoke this way, many came to believe in him. The Gospel of the Lord. This week, the week prior to the Holy Week, the most important time in the year for those of us who believe in Jesus, we are reading the Gospel according to St. John. I wouldn't be surprised if you were experiencing some challenges reading it. Jesus' discussions and arguments with the Pharisees get more and more involved, leading Jesus to the cross. Some keys help us to better understand the way John writes. For example, it seems as if Jesus spoke one language and the Pharisees spoke another, or at least that they understood something totally different. Jesus uses figurative language to teach them who he is, yet they can't understand what Jesus says. This is highly characteristic of many parts of the gospel. There's something like two levels of language. Sometimes it happens to us that in several situations we say something and people understand something different from what we meant. Or we understand a message in a way but people want it to convey something different. Hasn't it ever happened to all of us? One thing is what we say and another thing is what others interpret. One of my teachers used to say, I take full responsibility for what I say, not for what people interpret. There is a limit to our words, and it's what others can understand by them. That's why, no matter how perfect and precise our words may be, they don't always convey what one wants. This happened to Jesus, the very Word of God. Though it said everything necessary to be understood, wasn't understood and interpreted correctly at all times. The same happens today with the words of God that remain in the Bible. They are there, they are sacred. They are words of life, 
but by themselves they don't do magic. They need to be well understood. They need hearts which accept the truth they contain. That's why both the deepest truth and the greatest errors or heresy can spring from the Word of God, not because of the Word itself, but because of those who interpret it. If we grasp this concept, it's because we understand we mustn't lose heart. We mustn't get tired of searching, and we must continue learning from what Jesus tells us. Let's not be like the Pharisees who, due to a lack of understanding, rejected both the message and the messenger. That's to take the easy way out. Since I don't understand, I move on to something else. I reject the one who speaks to me. In today's glimpses of the gospel, Jesus tells the Pharisees, When you lift up the Son of Man, then you will realize that I am. He was saying something like, When you kill me, when you nail me to the cross and you lift me up, you will learn that I am God, that, that I am not a regular man. He was anticipating that his death would be the ultimate sign for everyone to recognize it, that he was God walking amongst men. An insane concept for them at that time, and also for us, if we think of it. God chooses to die on the cross in the worst imaginable way at the time, to be able to manifest himself as God. It's with that attitude and understanding that we must walk towards Holy Week. Let's not lower our heads when we see Jesus on the cross, as if we felt pity or shame for what we may have done at some point. On the contrary, let's look intently at this man and discover all the love of God condensed into one person. Only when, by the grace of God, we finally become aware that Jesus was also lifted on the cross because of our sins, only then will we be able to acknowledge who Jesus is and why he came to this world. We don't get to know him only through books. The knowledge we all need is love. The love that awakens our faith. The faith that awakens our love. Don't we often go through life out of sync, like the Pharisees? Could we be listening to another tune? Maybe God's speaking to us via FM radio, and we're tuned to AM. We have free Wi-Fi, no need for password or username, and we still continue wasting money and energy trying to connect with Jesus in bizarre ways while he is in our hearts and manifests himself to us in our brothers and sisters. Being restored to life like Lazarus, having our bandages untied, also means waking up and listening well. Waking up and being determined to live this Holy Week, not as a vacation, but as the time Jesus deserves. May we have a good day, and may the blessings of our merciful God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.